Hey, the first caller after midnight on the Wolfman's dedication line is a young lady who really wanted to make sure we got this right out right away. It's from Sandy to Phil. Welcome back to Retro Retro Retro. I am your host, Raven J. Long intro. And I'm here with Nick. What's up? Maybe Roger's right. Maybe we should leave. Oh, come on, let's hang out. Yeah! Eat a bowl of fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, do you know the story behind that line? No. Okay, so, um, during the filming of Night of the Demons, Hal, 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 I can't remember his name, the big fag out of the place, Stooge, Hal Havens, mm-hmm. he um, he uh, came up with that line on the spot, and it was based off of uh, a line Belushi had during his uh, Second City days, I think, where um, he... Basically, there was like a time frame where you couldn't cuss on stage or say you couldn't say certain words. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, like he he came up on stage and goes, "Eat a bowl of fuck," and he got like, a banned for like two weeks or some shit like that. So I'm just paraphrasing. I don't know the whole story, but that's basically what he said on the documentary. Um, You're invited, which is free on YouTube, or you can get the actual Blu-ray, which is on the Shout Fact Scream Factory, and I think Michael Felcher did the. So yeah, check that out. It's awesome. It's like fucking two hours. All right, so welcome to the show. Um, tonight we are going to be talking about um, uh, generational horror. Is the best way I put it. Like, I'm not really sure um, how to phrase this. I, I topic. think it's a great title. Okay, <laughs> it's a great way to label it. Okay, because the best explanation I can give you is uh, say like. You know, what we talk about on the show are uh, Ninja Turtles. So I've always came up with this scenario where, like, my Ninja Turtles was always, like, the 1987 um, cartoon, video game, uh, toy Playmate toys at the time. That, those were my Ninja Turtles. And then, it, it, like, the movie came out, and I was okay. But then the Coming Out of the Shell tour came out, and I'm like, fuck that shit. And then I didn't care after that. And plus, I was getting older, so whatever. So that was my always my generation of turtles. You know, people can always like even say before that like, "Oh, fucking the comic was mine, man." You know, like mm-hmm. whatever people want to nitpick about. But so right off the bat, you have two generations, and then it goes into the third generation, which I'm not even sure what it was. Um, and maybe even a fourth generation, which might be the one from 2012 to maybe 2017. It was it was pretty long. 
It was on Nickelodeon. It was the CGI ver- version of the Turtles. It was actually really good, and that's... So there's that, and then there's, like, a newer one where, like... And aside from the movies, the newer movies themselves have different looks to the Turtles and all that kind of stuff. So there's different generations and different, um, you know, uh, fan bases for them, I, I would I would assume. Um, just... You know, just like the My Little Pony thing. Like, I don't know anything about the weirdness behind that, like the bronies and all that shit. But I know it it was very popular not too long ago. But before that, it was big in the 80s, and it was totally something different. So it's like, you know, that generation. And even, like, what we were talking about, uh, even I think last year with the Child's Play movie that came out, the, mm-hmm. the new um, reimagining or whatever. So... I guess that's what I'm speaking to or what we're going to speak to tonight is how um, how things would scare you at a certain age or you look past it because you think it's cheesy. Because I did that so many times. Um, case in point with Goosebumps. Um, I know my nephew had a bunch of the books, um, but I didn't, I knew nothing about it. I didn't, I never read one. Um, really? I was, yeah, I was in high school. I want to say it was my freshman year when those came out. It might have been sooner because um, 94 was my beginning freshman year. And I just remember my nephew having them. And he was younger, like, I want to say he's like four years younger than me. So fifth grade he was in. Mm-hmm. Fourth, fifth grade. So, But yeah, um, that's when Goosebumps was big. And I remember, I remember they had books. And then I remember they had like a TV show, Yep, I'm, I'm assuming. Um so other than that, I don't know jack shit. I know R.L. Stein. I know the name. I've seen him being interviewed in uh, horror documentaries. But other than that, I've never looked the movie, a movie or yeah, movies. Two movies. Okay. The the one with Jack Black looked kind of cool, but I just didn't. You know, I'll watch it with a kid <laughs> or mm-hmm. or like a really um, immature older lady <laughs> that wants to watch it. Okay, so. Um. <laughs> uh. So yeah, we were gonna say about goosebumps. You said your son was like into it, or yeah, he still is. And I thought I it's interesting because I used to read the goosebumps bunk. Oh my gosh, goosebumps books. It's gonna be a long show. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. Something correspond with it, right? Yeah. Okay. And then. Uh, the show came out. Watched the show. Uh, grew up with that, and then um, I don't. I always say that I like um, had him watch it or said, "Oh, you need to watch this." I think he stumbled across it on like Netflix, and then uh, it resonated with me, so we started watching it. But then he, sorry, but then he got into it. So we started talking about. Um, I just want to put some uh, ambiance. All right. You feel good now? Yeah. All right. Gosh. Lost my train of thought. Anyways, we're talking about Goosebumps, <laughs> watching it. Um, but R.L. Stein. So let's just talk about R.L. Stein. So R.L. Stein, um, 300 books this guy's written. So he is committed to his work, number one. But how great is it for somebody to write 300 books, children's books, with that many stories, um, sell 350 million copies, 
and still be relevant today. So when he was writing Goosebump books in the start, he was doing about 12 a year and then went down to six. Um, I just looked that up. But um, a lot of it stemmed to the generational part that we were getting at. So you have a generation that watches it or, or reads the books, then next generation that is now seeing the Jack Black movie that relates to the people who grew up on the books, but then a new generation gets to enjoy it because of it being a kids-like kind of movie, which then resonates them to go to their local library or even in the school. I'm sure Goosebumps is in a school library. You can see, you know. Yeah, most definitely. Midnight, the Scarecrow's Walk at Midnight. And I remember some of those books and mo- and shows being kind of, at the time, they were creepy. I mean, they weren't like terrifying, but they definitely were creepy. It was almost like a PG version of Tales from the Crypt, is what it would remind me of. You were killing me with this. I know, I'm trying to get it to a really soft level. So I can't hear it too much, but... <laughs> Is it too loud for you or is it No, good? it's fine. Okay. So, but just the other night, so my nine-year-old comes to me and he starts quoting scary the stories exorcist. to tell in the, jo- oh, in the dark. Oh, nice. And I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I love those. And I'm like, holy cow, because that starts a whole nother thing with something that's still around and relevant to this day because that caused tons of controversy with um, Elvin Schwartz. I mean, people wanted to ban the guy, like blacklist him. And he, uh, and I think there's even two books. There's two books of Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. Three. Three. Okay, three. And uh, Although, man, dude, I fucking love these books. All right, go ahead. Oh, the books are awesome. The stories are awesome. The illustrations are awesome. I remember the illustrations being scary as shit for me when I was a kid. Because uh, it just my, my my imagination went to so many different places we're when gonna, I looked at some of these il- illustrations. We're going to talk about these, so just go ahead and continue. So, um, but going back to the generational um, or generations or generational horror, how some of them are sticking to the point where uh, they can be reincarnated, reincarnated, reincarnated. <laughs> It's going to be a long night. <laughs> Reincarnated. Um, no, no, they are. All three of them, yeah. Um, and still be relevant, which I find very interesting. And I'm excited to see what's to come uh, in the future with it. More. Okay, okay this is awesome. Gosh. I'm glad you put this on. <laughs> it's... Okay, so I'm playing the Taboo, the Sixth Sense Nintendo game uh, soundtrack in the background. Um, some of the song- songs are awesome, some are not, but it's a very eerie game in itself. Um, just to give a quick review, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's very scary, and you should play it during the Halloween season. It's basically a tarot card game. So, dust off your Nintendo and blah, blah, blah. Listen to the awesome music. There you go. That's terrifying. <laughs> My Nintendo told me I was going to die. Pretty much, like I remember, uh, I remember having to go to my dad's and because I, I bought it. Nah, I, I'm not even going to start. So, um, so yeah, the uh, that's crazy. Like what you're saying, like it shows deep commitment to doing something, or maybe he's just a one trick pony and that's all he can do. 
You know, did he go off to make anything else besides these horror books? Oh, he's done different horror books that weren't related to oh, Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, yeah, I've but heard something like that. I mean, maj- yeah, I mean, obviously he's done Goosebumps, and uh, are they? Um, does he still do them? Good question. And what does our ah? I'm sure he still does. He's so weird looking. I I mean, not to judge, but it's like. He doesn't well, do, he ever change that expression. It's it's the same fucking expression. <laughs> well, I mean, that one's got a slight smile, <laughs> but it's like conscious to like always like look like that. It's like I don't know. It's in different. I mean, I've looked different in different pictures of myself. I mean, I'm usually pretty more. An- I don't know. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like get a little more animated, homeboy. You're like you're worth like seven hundred million dollars. I'm so, he's like Ben Stein. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. B.L. Stein. Yeah, it says so he's still writing books. Awesome. So, yeah, Stein referred to the Stephen King alliteration. Bing, bong, bong. Well, good for him. Well, and How I, the hell does this guy still have stories, man? 300 books. Jeez, I can't even get one book done. <laughs> well, because look at the caliber of what it is, though. They're, they're not long, right? 50 pages max sure um and they're all contrived you know it's it's all based off the old ec or old wise tales or old it's inspirations i mean i can i mean i don't know i'm not i'm not saying it's easy because obviously it's not otherwise everyone else can do it um it just shows his commitment or maybe he just found a cash cow that he knows how to manipulate that's what i'm saying (laughs) i'm not i'm not I'm not dissing them because, you know, I've never read one. So I'm pretty sure they're awesome. So because, you know, there's a huge fan base. Um, so, I mean, this could be a great introduction to horror for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. You know, and because um, <clears throat> definitely dabbles into what else is there out there. You know, I've OK, I've 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 put my pinky in the pond with goosebumps. So let's now go jump in with something else mm-hmm. because it gave you the the taste the tickle yeah. of horror see yeah i think that's <clears throat> i think subconsciously that's where i'm at with this because i had to full-on you're a different beast yeah i had to see the gratuitous <clears throat> horror and nudity to know it was out there you're watching stuff under the covers you should be watching <laughs> yeah i was biting holes in the blankets to peek through to watch shit dude it so i don't know i've always had a thirst for more so maybe that's why i could never get into this because it was too tame for me and even stuff like that like uh, uh i was mentioning tales from the crypt keeper like mm-hmm. huge fan of tales from the crypt uh com- comics and tv show and the movies but that that cartoon i was just like nah can't do it and um, I was just talking to this lady who I'm working on some animation for her now, is that the animation can be, like, not, you know, it doesn't have to be the most detailed, but it has to look good for me to even look at it. Because, like, if it sucks, I'm, you know, it's that's why I've always stayed away from certain movies or animated movies, because I'm just, like, I can't, I don't like the animation. Um, anyway. I think it really drew me. Castlevania? Oh, nice from um his books it wasn't that i knew about him as a writer or he was doing scary books 
It was again Mine's the a Coke. It was the uh, the pictures in the books. Mm. You know, when you looked at the Welcome to Horrorland, I was like, "Holy cow, that looks fucking awesome!" Do they have pictures inside the book, or just are you just talking about the I'm image on the, the front? I'm just talking about the image on the cover. Okay, yeah. You know, those were the Scarecrows of Walking Midnight. I'm like, "Holy cow, that's awesome!" Uh, so then I want uh, Do you think here? I guess I could look it up. Um, oh, he's got an actual website. He's got a signature on Wikipedia. All right. Um, do they all have the same? The Haunted Mask. I mean, that was a cool looking book. Do they all have the same uh, artist? Because that'd be interesting too. I just want to go. I would say yeah, they all look the same. Like I remember, say cheese and die. That one had skeletons on it. That was a cool one. But it was those pictures that drew me into wanting to read the books. It wasn't just yeah. if you just had an R.L. Stein book. <laughs> I'm like, well. Fuck you. Gives a shit. <laughs> so I, I don't know how to distinguish any of these, but... There you go. One. Welcome to Horrorland. Look at that one. That's awesome. Uh, Dude, well, when kinda. you're like in fourth grade and you're looking at that picture, come on. Kind of. I would replace the demon maybe with like... Even with a skeleton, I would say. Because that demon doesn't look cool to me. But the background's menacing. Yes. Kind of cool. Trees kind of... Yeah. But, but then again, like the, I, I guess I'm still in that mentality. I'm like, you know, looking at this, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> this one looks kind of cool. It's, it's almost like a trauma cover. In fact, I think there is a trauma cover that's almost exactly like this with a hand coming up. But it also harkens back to the gargoyles thing. So that's pretty cool. But I think maybe, <clears throat> I think here, here's the. I think if there would be a woman in this bed, I probably would be more interested in this instead of it, it has a little kid. So therefore my brain goes, Oh, this is a fucking cheesy kids thing. I think that's what it is. Like even all this, like, like the colors used, I mean, they are creepy colors, but it is, it is definitely kid based because yeah, it's all kid based. I mean, it's a kid wearing a mask. Um, that was my favorite one right there. This one with the mirror. No, the scarecrows that walk at midnight. Far left, far left, far left. Oh, sorry. This one. Right there. So that just looks like a corn album cover to me. Seriously. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. But then again, I'm a little bit older than you. Um. But like I said, maybe if like there were a couple chicks walking through this corn, Jesus. You're both here naked. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. That's a bit much, don't you think? All right, um, let's see. <laughs> there you go. This Say cheese cool. and die. Is that that one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> burgers Nancy, on. Where's the buns? <laughs> what do you mean there's only six buns? We got eight burgers. Or vice versa. <laughs> Chill out, Dad. Oh, this is a girl. Okay. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, there's your girl. <laughs> and there's your other girl wearing mom shorts. One thing I miss. You know what I miss, hon? What's that, Herb? Your tits. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, Dad. Well, I guess you won't have a dick either since like a. <laughs> Never mind. Goosebump covers. All right. What is this one? Catman. 
Some superhero. I don't know that one. With a penis silo in the background. It might have a name here. Let's see. Interview. Oh, shit. Interview with artists behind the covers of Goosebumps. Yes. All right. Cool. Tim Jacobs, Jacobus explains how a fascinated how a fascination with a famed prog rock painter, Roger Dean, led him into creating one of the most iconic series of books cover, book covers of the 90s. Iconic, see? They're not stupid. They're iconic. I know. I, see, if anybody's... Li- hey, forgive me. I'm not, I'm not trying to be... Uh, I don't know. What am I trying to say? I'm not trying to be a dick. I, I just kind of like... I'm not someone who's like, oh, that's awesome. Let's fucking suck its dick for an hour. I like to kind of give truth behind things. You know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, I pinpointed it. It's just, it wasn't my time frame. That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, like kids, I guess people at the time had goosebumps. I had Tales from the Crypt at the time. So, um, you know, Fangoria. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah. And I, I wanted to go back to, uh, uh, scream again. Because uh, I was talking, my friend uh, Lemonade, who's going to be on the show next month, um, he, we're going to do a cryptid show. You're totally invited to be on that one too. So I'll let you know closer to the time. But um, so are you, Ken, if you're listening to this. Oh yeah, shit. What time is it? Okay, uh, we'll give him a call in a couple of seconds here. Do you have his number? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Could you uh, text him and say, uh, give us like ten minutes? Um, so yeah, the, the dialogue on Scream, that's another thing that kind of goes back to my point of uh, how it was a product of its time. Um, and some, my friend Lemonade brought up the, it was like the return of the slashers. So I guess technically, yeah, I mean, you didn't really have a whole lot of slashers because like the stuff at the time, the mostly the, the direct video stuff you know it was like carnosaur or uh lurking fear or like i was saying earlier um necronomicon uh the unnameable two um mosquito uh, or was it skeeter i can't remember um there's a movie called they bite um that was kind of had some kind of weird distribution faux pas uh like oh man, I can't. I don't. Even, I don't even know the names. They're like there's one called like Mirror Mirror or like. Uh, and there's just so many like horror movies that came out in like the mid '90s and through the '90s, and the ones that the mainstream ones that got picked up, you know, like Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer, and they're they're the same fucking movies that are the direct video. They just had a bigger budget and they had better actors. That's all. That's all there is to it. It's like they're the same shitty plots. And um, and they're not really good movies either. It's like they're praised to be like what you look at as a horror movie, like Scream. You know, when people talk about horror movie, like uh, I guess I was making a point to you about how um, flippantly people view horror movies, like normal people, you know, opposed to someone like you or I, mm-hmm. uh, Nick, who <clears throat> prefer the this genre more than some other genre. Um, but people see something like Halloween, like they'll or uh, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, they're like, haven't they killed this guy yet? Or like, oh, another one? What one is this one? Right? That's that's my favorite. My boss is like, what one's this? I'm like, fucking get the fucking controller out and look. 
<laughs> hit hit menu, goddamn or guide. Anyway, so, um, but you know, I'm I'm always like, you know, I've kind of got a tough skin about stuff like this, especially when I was talking about wrestling too. Like, not a time goes by when I'm watching wrestling that someone's like, you know, this is fake, right? Fuck, really? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, and I always play along, you know, because I mean, years ago I probably been more defensive, but I'm just like, fuck it, it's not. I can't change someone's viewpoint about wrestling within five minutes. They'd have to be. I wonder how someone would feel if, if you were watching it and they said, you know, this is fake, right? And you're like, fuck. And you turn the, turn it off. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. And you walk away. They're like, Life oh, over. shit. I just really ruined his day. <laughs> yeah. I can go in this whole. I was like, just joking, Raven. I have to go to fucking get rehab. It's like, Life is a lie. Anyway, so. I can't believe you just did that to him. Um, so I still don't know this guy's name. All right. Is it Tim Jacob Jacobus? Explain Jacobus. Fascination with fame by prog rock painter Roger so Dean. Wh- wh- what was the point uh, of the scream? You want to talk about it? Oh, I just wanted to mention the artist because, you know, he they're iconic. For Scream? Scream? Oh, Scream. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, the dialogue. Because, you know, the dialogue's stupid and cheesy, and especially the part when... All right, Randy. Randy, the character in in general, it's like he's. It's almost like uh, the Big Bang Theory. Like I, n- I don't know if you're a fan of the mo- the show, but I can't stand it because. No, I can't. They they. I try like three times to watch it. And I just can't. Yeah, they trivialize all this shit. Like, oh, this is what you have to like if you're a nerd like this, or this is what these nerds like. This is, you know, and it was a completely stereotypical show. Granted, there are guys like that. You know, I there are guys like that. But, it you know, most people are just normal. You know, they, they have, like, these quirky interests, and some people are very nerdy about things they're in. They're just nice, polite people, you know. But anyway, Big Bang Theory is just a fucking complete farce, and it's a fallacy. So, basically, that's how I... Where am I going? Oh, yeah, so Randy's character. It's like... Yeah, he knows he knows shit about horror movies. He works in a fucking video store. Like that lady's like, "Oh, what's that movie with the the mom from ET, The Howling?" It's like, okay. And like I'm saying, they're all main. They all they just talk about the mainstream sh- movies on that in that movie. It's a safe, it's a safe spot for people, you know, like to get the general audience to like a horror movie. Um, case in point, when I was in Arkansas, my bro and I were in a hotel room. And night, uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two came on, and oh, I like that one. Yeah, it's it's awesome, and I fell asleep watching it, and I didn't realize that he wasn't, you know, he was on his phone or whatever, and I woke up like at the end, and I'm like, oh, you could have changed. It. I was like, but he was too scared to change it. My too scared. He my sixty something year old bro. Yeah, he, dude, my my niece and nephew, they will not watch The Exorcist ever that's that's what i'm saying like people are people have like these different ideas you know like um horror movies to me like um yeah my friend lemonade he's like you know i'm not really into blood and guts i'm like dude i'm not either i mean i stumble into these movies that have blood and guts maybe i'm desensitized and i can see more than i used to be able to like uh the gate that part in the gates of hell where the chick throws up her whole intestine track i can't watch that but, you know, like, day, uh, um, 
dead alive, the guy ch- chopping everyone up with a um, lawnmower, and that's fine with me. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Like I even even D- D- uh, Day of the Dead, like I don't like watching that. Like the gore, like when Rhodes is getting ripped apart, I kind of like look away those parts. But I've I have seen them full on. I don't know. Okay, I don't know where we're going. Oh, so the dialogue in Scream is just really cheesy. It's really '90s. Um, like I said, with like um, Stu, his character, like I'm so buff, I got you covered. It's like it's all stupid, and it's not even how teens talked back then. I mean, I did not talk like that, you know. Like, and it's like it's because you weren't reading Goosebumps. <laughs> okay, maybe. All right, so I still want to know who what this guy's fucking name is. It. Because is it the guy who, is it the prog rock painter, Roger Dean? Or is it Tim Jacobus, inspired by Roger Dean? No, it's Jim, or Tim Jacobus was inspired by Roger Dean. Okay, okay, so Tim Jacobus is the art. All right, that's all I need. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for helping me. <laughs> that's why I need a co-host. <laughs> all right. Do images. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, what is this one? <laughs> oh no, is this like a lawn jockey? It can't. No, it can't be. It's like. No, no. It's very. This is pretty cool. But not really. <laughs> I want to have it hanging up in my living room. Like, ooh, cool, majestic, bro. Does that come in black light? <laughs> Trivated. Um, so yeah, this guy's. Oh, this must be old school of him. Yeah. All right. So yeah, check out Jim. He's probably got a website. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So basically, all in all, with this topic, just want to say that you know, it's because you know we're gonna watch Halloween in a little bit, of the new one. And we both kind of have low expectations going into it. Um, but like I've been saying, or I've been trying to get my point across is that, you know, it's it's easy to judge right away because we do have expectations, and especially for the Halloween franchise, which I feel died with part six. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I like the, I like, you know, I've said this so many times before, I like the Rob Zombie ones on their own. They're great. He had a different vision on it. He kept it true in parts, and he went off in his own shit. That's fine. Um, you know, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm still, I'm still up in the air with that. I liked it when I saw it in the theater, but I haven't revisited it since, and I actually don't care to. Um, almost the same thing with Friday the 13th. The only reason I want to go back to that is because of that hot chick in it. That's the only reason. I didn't so, mind that one. <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't I'd, mind that one. I didn't mind it either. That's what I'm saying with all of them. Like, cause I saw them in the theater. Even um, the both the remakes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Jessica Biel one and the Alexandra Diodardo one. I just bought that one today. Nice. Five bucks. I can't pass it up. Man, you should have got it for three. Well. Fuck. Whatever. <laughs> Someone's got five bucks. <laughs> um, no, I think you're hitting the nail on the head here because we've talked about it before in the past where it's not... I know we keep saying it's not for us. It, it is for us because we can watch it and we know about it. But, you know, like Goosebumps, it's getting a new 
tread with a new generation. New coat of paint, if right? You will. Just like Halloween. Okay, we they're doing something different, guys. You know, they're doing the Halloween and then the Halloween 2018. It's a sequel to Halloween, and then there's this one and the next one. It's not. You don't have to. We're trying not to pick it apart because we don't like it because it doesn't stay true to Halloween four or doesn't stay true to Halloween two and what happens in there with whatever may happen. I don't know. We haven't seen Halloween kills yet, but um, newer people who go to see it are really going to probably like it. They're probably really going to like the kills. They're going to like continuing from 2018. They may like the the music. Who know? I don't know what the soundtrack is. I know Ghost is in it, but they may like the soundtrack. Like Raven and I love soundtracks and movies. There could be something in this movie that that just hits with a lot of people, and that's that's great, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we always have our stuff to fall back on. You know, Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out. Everybody gave shit about the girls' Ghostbusters. I happen to like the girls' Ghostbusters. And I'll watch the Ghostbusters Afterlife. But if I don't like it, guess what? I got the first one, the second one, and the girl one to go back to. Yeah. I'm okay. And the cartoon. And the cartoon, real Ghostbusters. And the original Ghostbusters cartoon with a fucking eight. <laughs> okay? So I got tons of stuff I can go back to. I don't need to give the new generation a hard time for liking something yeah yeah that's that's, that's ultimately what i'm trying to say too you perfect it's like just because the ninja turtles look fucked up right now doesn't mean they didn't before so whatever (laughs) um oh yeah so ed gein i think i mentioned that to you uh you you, uh said you saw that uh, kane hotter version i didn't watch that because it's that came out during that whole uh late 2000s God. Horror scene. And Fuck was it awful. <laughs> the one that came out in like the early 2000s, the one with the actor who kind of looks like uh, Tommy Lee Jones, um, that one's good. I think the guy, he was in Life Force, the the main actor in that. So, But yeah, there was a movie called Ed Gein. I think the one with Kane Howard is just called Gein, right? The, no, there's a Gein that's really oh. good. It's just okay. called Gein. This one's yeah. called Ed Gein, the Plainfield Butcher. Butcher, Butcher yeah. thank you. I think is what it's called. <laughs> and I got really excited. Wait, I haven't. Oh, for the, wait, the Ed Gein movie or the Kane Hodder was in it? Because it was Ed Gein. Okay. I got really excited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, Kane Hodder's in it. Okay, well, maybe he actually, you know, Mr. Crybaby says he can do a lot more than. Jason Voorhees. I can play a dad. I can play whatever I want to play. I can play a rich uncle. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool. Let's check this out. Okay. And I get really excited at the beginning because they said based on a true story. Based on a true story. Mm. Bullshit. Because he did not strangle a person in a bar. He did not kill a person in a cemetery with a tree. Okay, and he didn't kill... He, yes, he okay. did. He picked up a whole tree and swung it at that person. Yeah, so don't tell me it's based on a true story because none of that shit happened. He didn't... Uh, I can go on and on with this. What someone did was they went and wanted to make an Ed Gein story as you know, cool as it can be with these Not different that Ed kills. Gein, the other yeah, Ed the, Gein. Uh, his brother Ed Gein. <laughs> um, and it just... 
not only was it bad because it wasn't based on a true story, it was bad because it just was awful acting, awful writing. And like the only thing I'll give the movie credit for is it looks like it really was again with the fucking music. Mm. It looks oh shit. It looks like uh it was filmed in the fifties. So I'll give it that. But the rest of it, don't even waste your time with it. Yeah, Unless you want to, I don't. Don't listen to me. But <laughs> yeah, people. Um, holy shit! I've been Tubi has so much shit on it again. Man, I I can't even I can't keep up with it. It's like I'm trying to think of something that I just watched recently. Um, oh, one thing you shouldn't watch. But if you're morbidly fascinated, go ahead. One called Plank Face. Have you seen the the art for that? No. It's fucking weird. All right, so it's about like these fucking feral women that live in the woods and these two people they abducted by them but they keep the guy and they basically make him their new like king or whatever and they have to kill the and from then on it gets even more fucked up and yeah so we we should probably call ken oh yeah while we're calling ken the last thing i saw on tubi was man i forgot the name of the movie but you saw it too. It was that trailer park movie, the trailer park zombies. Oh, trailer park of uh, the living dead or something like that. Or I don't remember. Trailer park of the dead. Trailer, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was stupid. It's like it was. That like was a, the last one I saw. A woman was getting ready to leave the trailer park with her cool her boyfriend, boyfriend, and but yeah. then they killed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't think I paid much attention after that. Because that was like a year ago when I saw that. So, all right, what am I doing? Then she uh, comes back and she's super hot, but she's just wearing the skin and she's a zombie. I, was, I don't know. It was all right. Okay, I said I didn't even give it a chance after that. Oh, you should give it a chance. <laughs> we'll see. Um, can Gazage. Uh, how do we do this? This little telephone on the top right. <laughs> He's going to be like, I thought you forgot about me. I did. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yes. Hey there. <laughs> now, the bad thing is we didn't we didn't do a test to see how you're going to sound. Oh. Well, he's coming in about as... Well, maybe if you set it to the levels you had last time. <laughs> like he remembers that. Mm-hmm. I know you fuckhead. <laughs> maybe if you just did... You know what happens between uh, then well, and there? Is there a setting or? Yeah, there's all kinds of knobs. You knob. <laughs> so can we uh, can we introduce you? Oh, all right. sure. All right, so Who am I? <laughs> we have Ken Gage with us from uh, Radio Lux. Yes, this is. Totally Radio Lux. So how is Ken doing? I'm not doing bad. I've been moving books around and stuff today. Cause I it's quite the workout. Put a new bookshelf. Oh, you haven't seen his books, though. Rooms. Homeboy's got I t- some It's books. quite a workout. I'm saying it's quite a workout. I know. Okay. I've seen pics. <laughs> I've been moving a lot of books. Ken, uh, <laughs> a listener, a new listener. Yeah, it's, it's helping me organize. You know. Uh-huh. Talk to me. And she absolutely adores you and thinks you're hilarious. Oh. 
Really? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm not joking. I don't know. We're gonna have I'm hilarious. I don't know. So, um, we have not talked about the movie shop. We're getting into that part. Movie. Oh, yeah, movie. Since you guys did not watch the other two at Listen, all. if you didn't send out like 10 fucking <laughs> messages, I can't keep up. I know. I'm sorry. Just try to keep you informed, but <laughs> too informed, apparently. I'm like so detail-oriented that I make you forget. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we are just going to cover uh, The Devil's Reign. Yeah. Driving those forklifts. Okay, good. Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes I'm driving a forklift, sometimes I'm on an assembly line. Oh, shit. Lately, they've had me throwing what they call throwing crate. It's just putting cardboard boxes, big boxes on the uh, on the finished product, the water heaters. Nice. I hope you're putting the wrong ones on the right yeah, ones. It's boring, but I, I'm throwing... <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. But it's just me and another guy on this assembly line, and, and they come rolling by, and we just. No, you get this one, you get that one, you get this one. Do you ever. Uh, you, think, you, think, you think a robot could do this, but they apparently haven't got a robot doing this job. So. It looks like Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, I was going to say. Do you ever uh, do the Laverne it's and totally, Shirley? It's totally like Laverne and Shirley <laughs> or I Love Lucy or something on the chocolate thing. But it's Ken and Hector. It's like you just got to keep up with the assembly line. There's a button you can push if you get too far behind. <laughs> Stop! It's too much. like, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? It's going too fast, man. <laughs> Hector's not keeping up. Okay, so... Um, I guess I just smoked too much weed today, boss. <laughs> I had too much honey. I'll, I'll, cut it, I'll cut it back tomorrow, don't worry. <laughs> I had too much tea on break. Yeah, so how, how's, how's the honey situation up there since last time? You still got your connection? What situation? The, the honey connection. How's that going? Connection... There's a honey connect? Quit playing smart. Quit playing dumb, dude. dude want, you told us on the last show about your honey dealer and how he hooked you up. Yeah, and you had to get your local dealer. You hooked me up with a honey dealer? All right, next. Um, here's the movie I think, the, I think the music is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys remember that movie? Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you remember because oh, you didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> so tonight we're talking about Devil's, Devil's Rain. Again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, That's so a good film. It's from 1975, starring uh, William Shatner, Ernest Borgnine, um, that one dude, John Travolta. Yeah, those are the big. Where is John Travolta? He's like in it for a second, right? Dude, he's in it I for. Loop, he's know. in for. He's in twice. He's the guy who falls on the stairs yeah. at the saloon, and then he's the guy who hands. Um, yeah, Corbis his book. Like two little tiny things. Yeah. It's his first movie debut. <laughs> like I was he in the Devil's Reign. Yeah, he hands the book to Corbis. Boy. 
You can't even recognize him because you know he's, he's in the robe. Yeah, he's got that big fucking hood on his face. That's what I'm saying. I have never I seen John Travolta in this fucking yeah. movie. Look harder. He's there. You can t- you can tell. Oy. It's that protruding chin of his. There's actually a picture. There's this old book called what was it called? I think it was called Devil's mm-hmm. Avenger, but they renamed it. Yeah, anyways, it, it has a. Uh, it's a book about Satanists and occult people. And in it, there's a picture of Anton LaVey and his wife, Diana, posing on the set mm-hmm. of this movie in that town of Redstone, you know, that abandoned mm-hmm. mining town or whatever it's supposed to be, and um, uh, with John Travolta. <laughs> like, I'm going to sell science, my soul yeah, tonight. The Scientologist was with a uh, devil worshiper? <laughs> exactly. People, come on. Yeah. Let's look past it. This guy's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not figured out what Scientology is yet? He's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dummies. <laughs> All right. Uh, devils. No, not you. I mean, you are a dummy, but not that kind of dummy. Oh. <laughs> I'm a different dummy. <laughs> Um, you're a dummy Anyways, that's gonna have our fucking. That's just a little aside. You uh, we're gonna have to have like a. That's s- how I always knew John Travolta was in the movie Devil's Reign. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, John Travolta from Devil's Reign. You were like, uh, welcome back, Cotter, or uh. I saw him in a picture. <laughs> Anton Levay. <Levea. laughs> that's the only way you knew him. How about that? All right. And welcome back, Cotter. Until uh, look Nothing who's talking. Evil is welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, speaking of it, you oh, know, let me just have a quick aside about Welcome Back, Cotter. Okay. My my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. <My mother-in-law>. <laughs> <laughs> she used to tell me that she didn't like her kids watching Welcome Back, Cotter in the 70s because she thought the sweat hogs had atrocious behavior and, and kids would mimic it. Hey, yes, so she's she right. Put down at Welcome Back, Cotter. Did you, you tell her up your nose or rubber hose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly that's that's where society went to hell. You know, it might have been Welcome Back, Cotter. That was the ruin of everything. No, society went to hell when people were standing up rooms. My parents didn't object to that's Welcome what Back, the- Cotter. That opened the portal of hell. In 2019. It did. And look how I turned out. Yeah, I know. Cut your hair. Cut your hair, Samson. What's going on? Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to play the... I'm, I'm going to play the trailer for Devil's Reign. That's a long trailer. 244. Okay. There have been films about earthquakes, airplane disasters, and blazing infernos. But there has never been anything like the Devil's Reign. Space. That wasn't your father. It was space. Mother? Mother! Mother! Damn you! They had no faces. The Devil's Reign. The 300-year search for the power to damn mankind is over. And the towering terror of the devil on earth is now unleashed. Burn! Burn! 
Ride to the library? <laughs> was that Sean Travolta? Yeah, there was. Ah! Alright, it's probably just some 70s music and then. The devil's. Here, let's find out. Oh, yeah, there's like some kind of um, stigma too about this. Like, you won't believe the last. 10 minutes of this movie or something like that or like uh, the the scary or the something about the last 10 minutes is like the scariest thing you'll ever see in your life maybe I can look this maybe you can look that up Lunatic Fringe yeah I don't know well, that's not the scariest thing for me and no it isn't for me either but I guess you had to be there at the time because I heard so a friend of mine's dad I don't know if you know who Mike Daffenberg is he's a guitarist he, he did some C9C stuff early on. Great but, um, plug. Get in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was telling me. Yeah, they went to the theater and saw Devil's Reign. Nice. And that he said, and, and it, it could have been, you know, the influence of the 70s and them being on drugs. Could have been. He said that was some freaky shit. He said that scared the hell out of him. That, that sequence of all the faces melting, like. Mm-hmm. Left an indelible impression in their minds, hmm. like the. And I don't know why. Maybe they're on acid. I don't know. Like the fury of but, demon. But the point is, for whatever reason, this this movie's horror sequence really resonated with people. I guess they hadn't seen drippy faces like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they saw them in their mind. They just haven't seen them on screen. And, and <laughs> when you're tripping on shrooms, you see it all the time. <laughs> Wow, Real- my reality has become a reality. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly understand why, but this was a big effect at the time. People loved it. No, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about um, before we called you, uh, generational things. Like the things that scared you in the past, they aren't so, so you know, you might have been uh-huh. desensitized to these things. So They, they don't hold up. Yeah. But even this, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember, I'm going to play the Joe Bob intro to uh, Monster Vision because this is how I originally saw the movie. Um, but By the way, the movie's from 1975. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't pull up the stats here. Directed by uh, Robert Fust. Faust? Fust? Um, yeah. Fust, re- I, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, but... That I think he's the same guy who directed the uh, Doctor Fibes movies, isn't he? Mm, let's find out. If I remember right. Yep. Which is interesting because Doctor Fibes is has an organist in it named Anton Fibes. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember Anton that. Anton Lavey, just say. Mm-hmm. Just like a woman. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. By the way, Ken, I've been <laughs> I've been trying to find. Uh, um. Oh yeah. Just, just like a woman. I'm not trying to be sexist. It was one of the names of his movies. Um. <laughs> sorry. Um. Uh-huh. Not just lost the train of thought. Also, I was gonna say, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Um. Devil's Rain. Dang it. You're, smoke, you're smoking the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, actually. All right, so um, I want to play. <laughs> oh yeah, so Monster Vision. Um, I the only reason I knew that little tidbit is because of what Joe Bob says in this little intro thing, and I can't remember when he sh- when this originally aired. It was probably early '90s, but um, I just have two brief stories about this. Is that I knew about it from Monster Vision, and I watched it that night, and it was really cool. Blah blah blah. And it was a movie that I wanted to see the complete thing and not just um, cut made or cut for TV and all that. But then um, there's this one Sunday. We used to have this awesome flea market in town. And uh, I was hanging out with my friend Melissa one time. And we we went to this flea market. And she was getting ready to move away or something. And, like, she was going to buy me a birthday present. So I didn't want her to. Anyway... But we found this station that sell, sold old VHS tapes, and they had you know a bunch of cool ones. And uh, two in specific were uh, Raiders of the Living Dead, which I had my eye on at Media Play at the time, but it was like fucking fifty bucks for a VHS tape, and I was like, fuck that. But they had this flea market. I think it was like you get three movies for twenty bucks. So I was like, definitely that one, definitely this other one, and then they had the Devil's Reign. And I think actually on the cover of the VHS tape. Hang on, let me look it up really quick. Um, uh, okay, here, let me play the Monster Vision thing really quick while I look this up. You know, a lot of people write me and say, "Hey, Joe Bob Briggs." Here's the old Monster Vision, is what I'm trying to say. It's going to be coming on a little later as our second feature of the evening, and tonight's big budget classic is. The Devil's Reign, Ida Lupino, Ernest Borgnine, William Shatner, John Travolta, and Sandor Anton LaVey, founder of the Church of Satan, together at last in The Devil's Reign, the 1975 Satan-worshipping epic best known for being the first movie to feature disintegrating face goo special effects. (laughs) Whew, I tell you, you know what I think is wrong with her? No, I like her, don't get me wrong, how could I not like her? I mean, she's letting me stay in her house and everything. I think she's a Wheel of Fortune person and I'm a Jeopardy person. You know, everybody in life is one or the other, and the two types can't live together. You know the same company... Whoa, that's like your situation, Ken. What are you? Are you a Jeopardy or a Wheel of Fortune? which one am I? (laughs) (laughs) Or are you a supermarket sweep? I I can watch them both. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty even-keeled. I can watch them both. Okay, so the VHS tape, I found it. Um, it's all blurry on that one, too. Fucking A. Come on, people. Get some fucking good images on your shit. Maybe this one will work. Here we go. So on the cover of it, it says, The most incredible ending of any motion picture ever. So. And I already knew. I was like, oh, yeah. I remember that shit. So, yeah, I definitely picked it up. You can't lie. You can't lie in advertising. Yeah, I know. Especially on a Video Treasures VHS tape. I mean, if they're saying... 
the mo- if they're saying it's the most terrifying ever, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we're questioning that. I know, bar none. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, look at the mm-hmm. Ernest Borgnine trying to look like fucking dude. You'll never be George C. Scott. I'm sorry. Dude, if George C. Scott was in this movie, oh my god, oh my god it would have been. <laughs> oh, I, w- I would have died happy. Scott would have been good in this movie, right? Him? Huh? Who? Scott Bale? Scott as oh. the devil. Yeah. And Corbett's. Dude, or, or I'll take <laughs> Darren McGavin. The devil's right. Could you imagine if it was him in here? <sighs> Darren McGavin? Oh. Yeah, that'd be awesome, too. It'd be, it'd be like my favorite movie of all time. So. Another thing right off the bat is this came out before Halloween, and you get a full-on... Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a glimpse of... Shatner with uh, blackened eyes looking like Michael Myers, like mm-hmm. a like a white face Michael yeah. Myers. Yep. <laughs> like Dave, yeah. Dave Chappelle with used brown to hair. white face. Totally. Yeah. I know what you're saying. So I remember noticing yeah, that back before like anybody started talking about it, like... When I was into this movie back when I got on VHS, I was like, you know, this is really. And I remember I um. So I played that little intro for Joe Bob Briggs and where he talked about. It. Let me play a little bit more. I want to get his stats. Those two shows. That's why person dating some girl. And I don't know if anybody's been watching the. Burning it Here we go. Pitchfork and or wheel of fortune person. It's all. Okay, I'll get to this in one second. Um. So I don't know if anybody's been watching on Shutter, but he does still have a weekly show, and um, I can't remember. He's got some kind of Halloween shenanigans going on, but yeah. So check that. Oh yeah, there's there's an Elvira thing on too now. Um, I'd have to look yeah. up that information, but Elvira, yeah, I heard he's doing some Shutter. Yeah, so a special or something. Oh, maybe we can reach out to Shutter to sponsor us. Fucking makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, none of us have Shutter. <laughs> Give it be, to us. Yeah. We'll talk about you. I yeah. have it. We are. How I do mean, I get it? Uh, it's, a, it's basically an app, just like Netflix or um, Tubi. You can get it on your all, all your uh, oh. streaming devices, computer, phone, t- smart TVs. Gotcha. Um, and it's I think it's only like five bucks a month. Yeah, I think I got it. My dad, so my dad sent me this picture of Elvira. Elvira. And it's he goes, oh my gosh, look at this young Elvira. This is what he sends to me, you know, just trying to. And I'm like, <laughs> my mind goes to holy shit because she's wearing like skimpy clothes. She's like 18, and behind her is like 75 cent Miller drafts. I'm like, this shit. She's probably stripping in this bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I think I think one of her first movie roles was called Working Girls. Where she played the, an exotic dancer, and you can see her titties. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, but yeah. then she got a second career as Elvira, the Mistress of the Dark, and never looked back. There was this awesome show back in the mid two thousands, uh, maybe the late two. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like okay, <laughs> send that to me too, um, and we'll send it to you and Lou Ken. Um, she. Uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? She doesn't look happy in this picture. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's off to a bad start. All right, so yeah, let me play the rest of this Joe Bob thing really quick. Here we go. All you ever need to know. 
Anyhow, let's watch a little of The Devil's Reign, the cute little story of a Satan-worshipping New England Puritan minister played by Ernest Borgnine, who turns into a pig-faced, ram-horned devil monster and tries to poke out the eyes of every member of William Shatner's family until Tom Skerritt decides to go out to Ernest Borgnine's church in the Arizona desert and take a little look-see. <laughs> Co-starring Keenan Wynn as the sheriff. Let's look at those drive-in totals. We have 29 dead bodies, kindly old retainers strung up by his feet, four zombie monk attacks, oozy demon blood, face removal, burning at stake, pitchfork impalement, flaming sheriff, one fist fight, howls of demons, earthquake, eyes roll, exploding car, exploding church, two motor vehicle chases with two crashes, voodoo foo, three stars. Check it out and we'll be back with Ida Lupino, back from the grave. Only kidding. Roll it. I was that. Okay. Joe Bob Briggs. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, Tom Skerritt was the other name I was looking for, who has been in a bunch of horror movies. Uh, Alien, I think, right? Alien and um, Poltergeist 3. Anyway, so, yeah, the, the this movie's fucking cool. Like, right off the bat, um, I was watching Monster Vision when this aired, and... I was kind of flippantly watching it because I didn't really care, but it different scenes would pop up. Like the first scene where like um, Tom Skerritt's character has he's all melty, and he and he's, uh, William Shatner comes up to him and blah blah blah. Wait, no, that's not him. But anyways, just how he looked, I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And then as it went on, I just kind of like I didn't. I don't think I watched the whole thing because I was doing other stuff at the time, but. I wanted to go back to it because it seemed really cool. Um, but I remember them saying specifically John Travolta was in it. And I'm like, and I remember always watching this after that, but never seeing him. I was like, but then I, I would always yeah. remember at the end of the movie, I'm like, wait, where the right. fuck was he? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I didn't get to see until I got that VHS tape and then I watched the shit out of it. And ever since then I've been, I've been wanting to review it on the show for a while, um, just because it's it's one of those really cool horror movies that you know I love, and I just never talk about it, so or never get a chance to. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like I know I have yeah, it's it's pretty creepy. It's I had the I have the DVD. Are you there? Yeah, we're all here. And I know there's some kind of like um, interview with Anton Anton Lavey about it, and there's some kind of uh, behind the scenes stuff with it. I just can't remember offhand. But yeah, I mean it's there's not really much to say. I mean it's uh, you know who's who's the doctor? It's got it's got a couple of those uh, like uh, that one guy who plays Doctor Zayas, I think. Um, no, I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I want to say it is because he. Oh, the, is that the guy with the, with the beard? Yeah, I mean he look he looks like Doctor Zayas as a human, so I'm assuming that's the same actor that plays him. He does a little bit. Maybe that is him. Yeah, I guess we could. You know, I didn't look that up. I, I didn't really look anything up this time. With this <laughs> yeah, no one did. Um, so we're doing it right now. Uh. Yeah, what's this guy's name? Let me let me look it up. <laughs> I know he's in um, Gargoyles, so let me look that up. 
Who is? I love that movie too. Uh, the old guy. Gargoyle. That looks like Dr. Zayas. Oh. Is he? Yep. Uh, let me see. He's in Gargoyles? Yep. Oh, is he the... Is he a professor they visit or something? Yeah, he's the guy in the... Uncle Willie. I don't know who he would be. He's Uncle Willie in the desert. Hmm. The guy who gets killed. Oh, the reason they come out to visit. That. <laughs> hmm. Must be the weed, man. Must be the honey. That Michigan honey. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Wikipedia, there we go. Give me some names, boy. Okay. Uncle Willie, where are you at? Uncle Willie. Woody Chambliss. I don't remember that name. Yeah. What else you in, homeboy? Hmm. Nothing. Okay, awesome. His filmography, see what it is. He's yeah. The Devil's Ring, uh, 1975. Okay. Well, yeah, he's. <laughs> I was hoping he was Dr. Zayas because he look, fucking looks just like him. Here, let's, let's get a picture of this fool. And do some I don't remember who Doctor Zayas is. Shit, where'd I go? Somewhere out there, there there's there's a, a Planet of the Apes nerd who's going. I can't believe these idiots don't know who played Doctor Zayas. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's a um, Planet of the Apes nerd? The fucking dude from uh, Original Dead, Brian Peck, the fucking pedophile dude that worked on Nickelodeon. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, but yeah. um, but yeah, I just know that he's a. <laughs> Planet of the Apes connoisseur because he produced this film called Bitch Slap, like in the mid 2000s or 2010s, uh-huh. which is a fucking awesome movie itself. <clears throat> it's almost like a modern take on um, um, uh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, but more extreme. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't know it. It's fucking cool. Check it out yeah. eventually. I, I, I got a copy of it for you. But um, he's one of the producers and. Yeah. Basically, it's the same <coughs> production company that did... Uh, Maurice Evans? Huh? Maurice Evans? Who's that? Dr. Zayas. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's who played Dr. Zayas. <laughs> yeah, Maurice Evans is Dr. Zayas, right? Yeah, so let's yeah. get a side by side. I want a picture of Woody Chablis. When I heard the name, I knew it. I was a big Planet of the Apes fan growing up. <laughs> And then, what's the guy's Who are name? you? How do you spell Zayas? We were so much into the Planet of the Apes. We, they, we, we made a cartoon of it. Paper mats. It's Z-A-I-U-S. No, we, we would, out of paper, we would cut them out. Z-A- and put on our faces like a little ape mask I- we made out of paper. U-S. Oh, what, what Ken? <laughs> Sorry. See, look, he looks just like this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling you uh, something from memory lane. <laughs> he, why is this guy coming up too? Because this guy's just like weird. Is it him too? Is him him? <laughs> okay, fuck that. Woody Harrelson. All right. Uh, what are we? So what else? I don't have much more to say. I just think like it's really cool because they they uh, consulted with Anton LaVey during the movie to like get some accurate Party City esque. Well, he's in the movie. I know. <laughs> so, you know you know Anton's in the movie, right? Okay. Is Anton LaVey in the movie, Ken? They didn't just consult with him. I I know, yeah, dude. I was getting to movie, all this shit. It? God. <laughs> Devil. <laughs> Devil bless you. <laughs> Boy, see, 
sarcasm taken to the nth degree only on retro 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 <laughs> we we nulled it out all right so um uh the devil's reign uh <laughs> but also you know what um the the special effects yeah like they say the last 10 minutes are the you know most incredible effect whatever blah blah, blah. and it was like what you're saying about um your relatives that went to go see it you know coming home after you know back then it's a new effect, you know, because, you know, like I've, s- I've said before, we're desensitized to things now, but seeing a bunch of people's faces melt yeah. off and goo and all that shit. It was like, awesome. Yeah. God, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, even, like, The Exorcist, too, like, you know, stuff like that was never done before, and it blew people's minds. So this movie, like, it's very innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue is really good, too. Like, um like like I was saying, my maybe, faith versus your faith. Yeah, like a lot. It's very um, William, fa- William Shatner got fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'm saying, the the dialogue is really good too. Um, it's not just a cheesy, uh, good versus evil. You know, the devil wins in the end type. You know, seventies cheesy satanic movie. Blah blah blah. It it's got some real depth to it. Um, Tom Skerritt, I, his acting was really good, and I feel, you know, opposed to like these other seventy hack actors, like the the guy who played the doctor, or the um, uh, the guy we were talking about, the shambless guy, like you see them in all these uh, made for TV seventies <laughs> horror movies, you know, but like I said, Tom Skerritt, like, yeah, and, and we we just watched in the trailer, fucking, um, uh, Travolta, uh, not Travolta, damn it, um, Shatner, you know fucking doing a football run past a bunch of monks, you know, in the street and like pushing them over and sit. And it's, it yeah. seeing that's funny, right. but I think Tom Skerritt actually brought all this together. Like he, I don't know if he wasn't in this and I don't know. I, I never, yeah, what ended. Wasn't he, wasn't Tom Skerritt sure. in the car? Huh? What? You know, the horror film, the car, you know the horror film? Oh, the, the car. car. No. Are you thinking Duel? Was it not? No, right. no, not Duel. The car. The car? No. I've never seen it, so I don't know. It's a different movie. But it had Tom Skerritt in it. It has an Anton LaVey quote in the very beginning of it. And I was just thinking <laughs> Thou shalt not drive like a Chrysler. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Chrysler. Uh. <laughs> um, who are we looking for? Oh, Tom Skerritt. But that's an, that's another like good movie, right? Right in the same era. That I'm thinking of you know, the car. Um, yeah, the car. When when did that be from? Like the when? What time frame do you yeah. think? The car is seventy 70s. early seventies. I don't know. Could be seventy one, seventy two. I don't know. Okay. Sounds like seventy seven. Seventy seven. Seventy seven and. Oh, is it? Is it that late? That's why you mix it up with Duel, because they came out near the same time. Yeah. And there's no Tom Skerritt. Yeah, it's not him. So, again, you're James wrong. James Brolin. There you go, mm-hmm. James Brolin of Emdiva <laughs> Horror fame. And dad of uh, the dude from Goonies fame. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, so, I'm going to... My rating for this, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot more to say, so... Um, I give it a five because I love this movie. 
Um, I really wish you guys would have watched the other ones because I had so much more to say tonight. But um, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we were gonna do um, Last Man on Earth and Moon of the Wolf. So we'll save those for another time. But yeah, yeah I give this a five. Uh, I love I love that. I thought we were doing another movie. Was it Last Man on Earth and Moon of the Wolf? I thought we were doing uh, Moon of the Wolf and. I don't remember what the other one is. We're not. I yeah, know it was Last Man on Earth. Yeah, we're not doing. Another one. We were gonna do two werewolf movies. We're gonna do Scream of the Scream of the Wolf and Moon of the Wolf. Oh yeah, and Moon of the Wolf. Yeah, yeah the one with Peter. Gra- uh, the one with Peter Graves, the one you suggested, uh, right. is not good so because it's a it's a dog werewolf movie. That's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. icky. Uh, okay. We don't like those on the show. <laughs> <laughs> icky. <laughs> So, five out of five, Devil's Reign. We'll do dog werewolf movies when we do Shaggy DA. <laughs> or Canine. Or Turn Hooch. Yeah, we're never doing those fucking movies. All right. <laughs> or or those, those flying Doberman. <laughs> All right, uh, so, Nick, did you have more to say? Did you want... I just think it's fascinating for the type or the cast they got in this movie between Tom Skerritt. I know he wasn't really big at that time. Uh, William Shatner. Eddie Albert. Eddie Albert we had. So is that the doctor guy? Eddie Albert? Who's that? Uh, Yeah, you know Eddie Albert from um, Eddie Albert. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so that's what I'm. That's what I was yeah. saying. Like he's another one of those like seventies faces. Yeah, he, he, mm-hmm. he, he's the doctor of parapsychology or whatever. Yeah. You know, gets yeah. pulled into this at the end. I like a. There's I a, got the devil's reign, dickhead. Fight Orbis. There's good uh, special. My faith versus your faith. Um, jump scares. There's a couple of jump scares in this. I want to call them jump scares, but like, oh, <laughs> like when the mom comes up from the car. I wasn't expecting oh, yeah. that shit. I'm like, what the fuck. Um, <laughs> Take me to Meyer, please. Yeah, I need to go to the laundromat. Uh, Michael Kahn, he did it's the editing of this movie. So he, you know, that ending where uh, Scarrett thinks he's hugging his uh, girlfriend. Yeah, it's Corbus. They kind of have a reverse camera angle, and you see that it's Corbus hugging. Oh over my god! Girlfriend. Oh my god! I just remembered. And they do that weird ending. Where- yeah, with the girl and the thing, dude. That huh. that ending is fucking yeah. haunting. Cause she's like banging on the glass right. or whatever. It's, it's just it's a weird ending. But then yeah. she gives up. You know, it's like I'm thinking to myself, yeah. like, put yourself in that situation. It's like, like she's some she's in prison somewhere. Yeah, but I'm thinking even deeper. Like she, she comes to the realization of like, there's nothing I can do. So why am I banging? You know, it's like when you come to that just dire realization that where you're at. You know, it's like. And there's mm-hmm. no way out of it. Uh-huh. It's like, ugh. Just because, I mean, it was a progression. I mean, you could see it in the act- actress's face. It's like, I mean, to me, that's that's what I gathered from it. It's like, and how long they stayed on the shot and just yeah, no, let it play out. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's very dire. I like the psychological feel of this movie. Definitely fucks with your mind. Um, but like I was saying, Michael Kahn is in the, the editing. Who You know, he, he did a couple of good movies like Don't Jurassic Park. Him. Oh. And Indiana Jones. So, like I said, to have some big names in this is pretty cool. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. 
the driving scenes reminded me a hell of a lot like Firebird 2015 AD. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Riding for my freedom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, these constant car scenes, like, I get it. I get it. You're driving. Uh, but William Shatner. They like to drive in the yeah, huh? It's in his finest, William Shatner. <laughs> Want some water? It's bitter. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. It's not some Perrier shit for you. <laughs> You're in the middle of the desert, yeah, dickweed. He's, uh, yeah, he's very yeah, Shatner. It's it's awesome. Gives you water, you know it's gonna be bitter. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is a very fun movie. Um, definitely five stars for me. I rated it a five out of five. Very cool. Watch it again and again and again. All right, Swix, so we gotta do a next show too. We're going to do all three of the movies we're about to do tonight. All, um, right. all right, Ken, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like this movie. You know, there, there's a segment in this movie where I was completely reminded of, um, of, of a scene out of Conan the Barbarian. Remember when Conan the Barbarian, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is... Um, trying to hide in the cult of, of Falsa Doom and, the, you know, the snake worshippers, or they worship Set. And uh, what happened? he gets in their robes, you know, and, he, and, 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 and he, <laughs> he, he's hiding amongst the cultists in their, in their weird white robes. And then... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the movie Dragnet with Tom Hanks. Blasphemer! Blasphemer, and they they call him out, right? Mm, mm-hmm. That exact scene happens in this movie. Yeah, where Tom Skerritt is is going with the cultists, and he's hiding in their black robes, and with a shotgun, know, and then he gets called out, and they're like, "Yep, you know, I know that part's that? yeah, and that part's cool too. Like, I never seen Conan, so I couldn't compare it, but um, just like when he saw his mom." That was a pretty awesome reaction. It's like, what? It's like, what would you do at that moment? You're like, you know, you're up against like these weird freaks, right. but then the you're, fuck, yeah, it's your mom. Right. It's like, what do I do now? You know, punch her in the face, or do I dare punch my mom in the face? Do I live out the American <laughs> dream? <laughs> All right, so, um, I don't know, man. I don't know much more to yeah, say. No, it's, so I, you know, I give it. I just give it. Five inverted pentagrams, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, did you know anything about it before we? Yeah, no. That's... Had had you heard? Well, no, I'd seen it before. I'd I'd seen it. Yeah, I'd I'd seen it several times. I I heard about it. I mean, you know, I read a lot of books on <laughs> Satanism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diablery. <laughs> and so uh, yeah so I was already aware of the book and you know, like Anton LaVey being consulted about it being in scenes and stuff no 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 you're wrong <laughs> well, like, more you know, inverted you know, pentagrams that Corbis says you know, well, well, you know where, where you know he says you know I Satan master of the world and all this stuff all, all that all that dialogue you hear is right out of it's, it's a ritual right out of the satanic rituals. Hmm. Anton LaVey's second book. So, oh, it must be true then. Um, 
that, that that's what they mean by you know they consulted him because he that's all i see like when i see pictures of the church of satan it's just like a bunch of fat people sitting around being like fat and it's like okay what's good <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know you know i just feel I like they went to they went to party city got a fog machine and they're like hey let's light a candle out of skull be as a bullshit <laughs> It's just a reason for people to get naked. That's all Anton Mavay did. He like capitalized on people's Have naked. What? So you're you're talking about? Have you ever seen that uh, Satanist that um that uh, documentary on the Church of Satan from like 19 when was it 70? I think it came out. Mm-mm. 69. You know what I'm talking about? It was it was out on something weird video. No, but send me a link. And I'll figure it out from there, because I'm interested. Okay, I'll send you a link. Yeah, because because that's an interesting movie if you've never seen it, and I it, you just reminded me of it. <laughs> just got a bunch of fat talk. people, <laughs> fat people sitting around. <laughs> if I want to well, watch something like that, I'll, I'll watch much. other. Maybe so. I'll watch other something weird videos <laughs> of like nudist colony videos, you know, from the '60s. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like nudes on the moon. Remember that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that one? No, dude. Oh. I've, I mean, I've, I've only seen clips of these movies. Well, sometimes yes, but <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, I guess that's it, it. It was nudes on the moon. I think is it's a movie that was shot down in Florida at uh, Coral Castles. I think. And um, it it uh, has a bunch of basically nude women or naked or people in it, and it was just kind of a fun voyeuristic movie. Yeah. Yep. That's how all those something weird movies are. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> all right. Um, you guys have any plugs before we go away? We had uh, some delicious Rosati's pizza. Mm-hmm. So if you, you're, uh, yeah, Rosati's is good. So, and could call them up, call up uh, Rosati's corporate, and say, uh, "We want your favorite ret- uh, retro podcast sponsored by you." And yada yada. <laughs> Tell me what the retro special out here. Yeah, the retro three pizza. It's cut, I should open up it's cut into a triangle. Oh, you should. You could do. Yeah, why? Why are you fucking around doing this other remedial shit? Yeah, like putting cardboard on shit. I don't know. Get a fucking real job like a I pizza. Know, right? I should just run my own pizza place. Or a donut shop. Yeah, like be a pizza entrepreneur. Yeah, peanuts and or donut shop. <laughs> peanut. Oh, um, I put out an album called Merlin's Donut. Did I tell you that? <laughs> yes, last time. Yes. So, um, of I course. Did. Yeah, last show you had Merlin's Donut. You don't have a new one yet? I did? I didn't know. Two more? Yeah. Oh, I do have a new one. Yeah, what the fuck? Come on. You're right. That was that was last show. Yeah, what is this one? You know what my new album is? It's called um It's called Tower of Dronos. D R O N O S. Tower of Dronos. And it's ambient drone music mostly. Which is real easy to make, you know. Will it Dronos in despair? Uh, Dronus, yeah. yeah, Tower of Dronus. Okay, we get it. <laughs> That's my new album. 
<laughs> I guess there's a, you know, I didn't notice at the time. I came, I came up with, here, let me explain how I came up with this title. Okay, we gotta go. So I used to play this, this arcade. Can <laughs> cut it short. I used to play this game on the TI-99 4A home computer called Tower of Druuga. D-R-U-U-G-A. And I don't know why, but I, I I wanted to do a title that was like Tower of Something with a D. And then I came up with this word Dronos, and I thought that would be cool. I'm going to do drone music, call it Tower of Dronos, and it, I could put out some weird cover art with some tower or something weird on it. Anyways, uh, so that was my concept. I've been meaning to make this album for a while. I finally did it. And uh, I discovered that there's an app out there called Dronos. There's an app? And this app allows you to make drone music. Yeah, it's a, it's a music app, or it's, maybe it's software. I'm not even sure. I looked it up, though. I Googled it because I was mad that here I came up with something that exists. <laughs> or I, I came up with a title that someone else had already used this word in something. But yeah. that didn't dissuade me. I was like, fine. You know what? <laughs> I didn't use their software to make my drone music. No, that's an American. So I'm going to still put out my album, you know. Exactly. That's an American attitude. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them in their app. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it right up their app. All right. So, so app holes. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh! So we're watching footage of the game that your album's based off of, <laughs> and uh, is this what we can expect? Expect they songs about wizards shooting you through bone walls and collecting keys and goo balls? Huh? <laughs> See, you don't even know what the fuck you're writing about. What game is it? I don't... Tower of Druga. Druga Chaga. Tower of Druga? Yeah. No, Tower of Druga is, is a game... No, it's it's a game where you're moving. Um, oh, you're moving certain size goobers. I don't know what you call them, like blocks to different sized uh, like rods. <laughs> I don't know what this one's like. Gauntlet almost. Yeah, it looks like a fucked up Pac-Man. Yeah, fucked up Gauntlet Pac-Man. Wait, you guys just send wait. me a link to what you're looking at, <laughs> and I'll send you a link what I'm talking about. All right, fine. I'm talking about a game for the Atari, or not the Atari, the, the TI, Texas Instruments oh, 99. Okay so, okay, so we're looking at arcade games. Um, what's oh, Texas Instrument? The TI-49634. Oh, shit, where's it at? Did the TI-994A home computer. Jesus Christ. It was a computer system that had some really cool games like Parsec and uh, Bill Cosby used to do the TV commercials for him. You want to get rapey? That's <laughs> 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 Tower Druga. <laughs> <laughs> you won't want to play it. <laughs> all right. Dude, it's, dude, it's fake as fuck, all right? Ooh, this chick's awesome. All right, um... Yeah, I'll send you this link and I expect you to do a concept album about this. 
<laughs> by next show. Where are we at? Messenger. Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem. I'm working on an album right now called Monsters that I'm trying to put out for Halloween. Oh, shit. Really? Another one? Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm putting out an album called Monsters for Halloween. I hope I'm able to make the Halloween deadline. But, you know. Yeah, you got a week. Exactly a week. Um, that would be two albums in October I put out. Fucking A. Look at you. Busy body. Can't watch Scream of the Werewolf, but... <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Um, yeah, I don't have time. By the way, I'm working... I, you know, I have... A lot, of, a lot of those tracks I already have done. Oh, I know. <laughs> hmm? um, I have my mold made for my little wrestler figure. So... Hopefully, I'm going to have those uh-huh. soon. And then, I guess oh, if, I, cool. if I raise money from that, I'll be able to make the ring. So, And I figured out how to do the ring. I was telling Nick earlier because I was kind of apprehensive about doing it because there's like certain small parts to it and all the shit. But I figured it out finally. So, I just got to raise money to make that. And uh-huh. we're good to go. All right. I guess that's the only plug I got. I'm working on... And I think you should come up. I think you should come up with your own collectible series of action figures. I don't, I, I'm kind of trying to. Like like a certain monster series. Yeah, I have a bunch like, of stuff in the works. Like, like your own original thing. Like your, it, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of... I'm kind of... Cool. Kinda... Like a, a He-Man Masters of the Universe thing. Yeah. Or something, you know. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm almost there. I just... Baby steps... Because there's a number of artists that have done stuff like, you know... Get off my back, Ken. I'm trying. I can't put on an album every fucking week. You're supposed to be supportive. (laughs) No, no, I I think it would be cool. I I could see you doing something really creative that would also lend itself to, like, being a comic book character. You know, he's like he was all good in the beginning. Like, you know, you should do your own thing, and and, uh, you'd be really good at it. You know, other people are doing it. (laughs) Yeah, you piece of shit. Oh hey, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, did you think I was going negative? I wasn't. No, 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 no. We're no, just giving you a hard time. I um. I think you know Raven's real talented, so I think he could he could like really create this huge world. Yeah, you know what? I am listeners. Hey, listen, I've said this before, but like, um, listen. people have like always like, oh, dude, uh, if you need anything, just let me know. Well, you know what I need? I need you to support my fucking hobby, right? Um, send me um, donations and mm-hmm. it'll go toward, you know, doing this shit. Because, you know, my real money goes to my real shit. You know, it's like I never really have any money after to, you know, like I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I can't just sit and draw. Like, I have to do stuff and then, you know. Anyway, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, that's, I guess I don't feel as bad about saying that now because I've always felt like that because I don't like to ask people for shit. But, Dude, when I see fucking celebrities going on fucking Patreon, like celebrities, you know, people that have made millions of dollars off of shit. It's yeah, like, right. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I'm, what I'm saying out there to listeners, doing that, like, don't send money to fucking John Travolta. Send it to me. I can make action figures. Yeah, fuck that John guy. Travolta can't. <laughs> All right, so he's I guess. Gonna, he's just going to waste that on a more Scientology oddity. Yeah. He's not going to let you on his ship when he goes off the planet, so fuck him. All right. 
So <laughs> I guess that's it. Um, we got one more one more week till Halloween. I might do a solo show. Um, if anybody hears, hopefully I'm going to have this out tomorrow night. So okay. if people hear this in between now and Halloween, um, send us an email, uh, retro to the third at gmail.com or on the Facebook uh, page. Um, shit, I can't get those though. Well, if you post it on like the page, like uh, on the wall, I guess, um, Ken can tell us <laughs> what's been said. Um, so I don't see it. But why, why don't you make me an admin over there at your Facebook? Because page I'd have so to log the fuck on, and I'm not logging on. I, dude, you, uh, I don't know. Oh, dude. I got you. Yeah, I, I just want to get rid of it in the first fucking place. But I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of people on there or not. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, uh, get a hold of us somehow. I think there are. Yeah. Anyway, so get a hold of us somehow, y'all. <clears throat> send us messages. You can even uh, send me private messages. <laughs> I'm uh, Raven. One of my Raven Johnson on Facebook and uh, so-called Space Age on uh, Instagram. Maybe, maybe I need to. I've been con- contemplating putting up a new website. And you're sure. Okay. Anyway, all right. So I guess at the end of the show, um, if you don't hear, nah, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, listen to the past shows. Uh, we've done comment. We just did a commentary track for Halloween three. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, listen to our old con- commentary tracks uh, and have a good Halloween. Um, this is Raven J signing off. Yeah. <laughs>
Here is how ghost hunters try to raise a ghost. One, they find a quiet bathroom, close the door, and turn off the lights. Two, while they stare at their face in the mirror, they repeat the ghost's name, usually 47 times or a hundred times. If any ghost will do, they say, any ghost in place of a name. If they do manage to raise one, its face will slowly replace their face in the mirror. Some say a ghost is likely to be angry at being disturbed. If it gets angry enough, they say, it will try to shatter the mirror and come right into the room. But a player can always turn on the lights and send the ghost back to where it came from. And when that happens, the game is over. <laughs>